Comedians of Wrestling podcast, the podcast where comedians talk about wrestling. This week, my guest is Taylor Williamson. Hi. Hello. I thought you were going to keep going. No, 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 no. It looked like you had something to say. No, I'm uh, just, this is my my awkward. I'm listening. I have nothing to say. Yeah, you're a really funny comedian. Uh, yes, runner up on America's Got Talent last season. Let's just right? say that. Yeah, that's the last season. Two seasons ago, whatever. Who last, cares? Great. Last week. When Howard Stern was there, that's all yeah. that matters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, and you're a wrestling fan. The reason I know this is because we bumped into each other at the forum show. Yeah. We were, we were picking up tickets at the Will Call. Can I say who got your tickets? Is that yeah, 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 I always, yeah, yeah. Well, so I, I got tickets because my buddy used to work at wrestling. So I had to go through a guy who has tickets. Yeah. And I'm like, I think I'm super cool. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm like, <laughs> and I see all these comedians who I know. I'm like, what are you people doing here? And like, you know, like, yeah, I'm, um, I'm on Dolph Ziggler's list. I'm like, what? Yeah. Dolph Ziggler hooks it up for us. But he, he doesn't, he doesn't know who I am. He doesn't care. He about definitely me. knows who you are. He no. loves all comedians. No, he doesn't. Care he about is me. a comedian. I just met him. He doesn't care about me. You, 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 doesn't care about you. Know for a fact he doesn't care about you. Well, he doesn't know who I am. I, he's a very nice man. But he doesn't know who I am. I tweeted at him. He, he wrote me back once to say he doesn't owe me anything. I hope it's clear that I'm not like hating. <laughs> well, he's but, an avid listener. I mean, he loves me so much. And he's I, listening I to love all. him so much. Yeah. Like I, uh, I, I tweeted at him saying I'm in Phoenix. He's where he went back saying I don't. Uh, I'm not in town. That was nice. yeah. Uh, he went to Jamie's show one time. She did a show in uh, Scottsdale, right? Yeah. yeah, that's. I think that's. Where the you would know the club, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he happened to be in town. I mean, that's how it works, you know. So maybe I have to find out. But then I was in L- I was at the. So I went to the Raw. I went backstage because I'm. Yeah, Michigan. so you went to Raw. What last Raw? The, yeah, it was in Anaheim. That but, was the week Shane McMahon came back. No, that was before that. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was the week after Daniel Bryan. The week before Shane McMahon. So it was right week. between the two important yeah, things. Two that in my what life. was the biggest moment that week? Um, I think Seamus interrupted a match or something. <laughs> then, a Seamus moment. But then the next night, though, I did a show at the Improv. Um, yeah. And uh, and I just, this is my turf. I'm not on their turf. I'm on my turf. Yeah. Know? And then I just watched wrestling and I played the video game. I used Dolph Ziggler. Why not? You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, I do my show. Then the show's done. I turn around and I see Dolph Ziggler standing behind me. Oh, awesome! And I'm just like, like my heart sinks or whatever the nice mm-hmm. way. But I'm like excited. I got starstruck. You get, you get superstar struck. Nice, <laughs> nice. It's my term. I just coined. That's really good. Yeah, superstar. That's that. what I have. Like I see big celebrities in LA like all the time. Go eat. You're like the table next to you is like two huge Hollywood stars. Like whatever. But when I see wrestlers, that's like a whole other beast. Because the fact that they exist outside of the ring. Yeah. <laughs> Is amazing. They're like unicorns. I agree. I agree, but especially up there in my turf. Like if I was back, yeah. I went backstage arrested. We'll talk about that later. But I was, I play it cool. I'm like, yeah, oh yeah, there's Kane just walking around. There's, that's the uh, Sasha Banks, whatever. But that's less but, cool because they're supposed to be there. But it's not. It's, it's cool, but it, it makes sense. Yeah. But when I turn around randomly in my turf, which is the comedy club, and yeah. I see him, it's overwhelming. I was like, what? Yeah. And I was like, hey man, oh, I was at your show yesterday. He's like, oh, cool, did you have fun? He wasn't a dick, but he wasn't like... He was did like, you, did you watch your set? No, no, no. But he, it was after the show. But he was, yeah, he was yeah. looking for somebody else. And uh, But uh, but then I got to talk to him for a minute because we have a mutual friend kind of thing. Yeah. But uh, And he was nice. But he doesn't, he doesn't need me in his life. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, he does. He he's needs, got you. He's, he's got... He's all about the fans. He's got way better people to hang out he's with. He's all about the fans. Well, I know when we do a show at UCB... Um, it's like a wrestling show and he yeah. comes in, and we do it when WB's in town and he comes and uh, does like a bit and does like announcing with me on it. And he likes you guys. Me, I'm not. No, he not, likes you. He likes I'm you. Not, You'll come do the show at UCB next time we do it. Uh, although you're, it? we do have stand-ups on it. Matt McCarthy did it Why last time. Why haven't I been on this? Because I just recently found out you're wow. a wrestling fan. It's wow. a very inside wrestling audience. You've, well, you've claimed to be embarrassed by your wrestling fandom. I love you talking fan. to <laughs> Um, are you are you legitimately embarrassed to be a wrestling fan? I'm not embarrassed, but I'm embarrassed about how much I know. Yeah, you know what I mean. That sounds like, like you're embarrassed. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm proud to like wrestling. Yeah, I think it's funny. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm I'm not, I'm not embarrassed to like wrestling, but I'm embarrassed that I could tell you like where people are from, like they're fake where they're from, and then yeah, they're actual yeah, where they're from. Yeah, yeah, where they're built from. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. embarrassing. But yeah. I respect it as an art form, and it's after doing improv classes, I actually respected wrestling even more. Yeah, I felt more comfortable. Liking wrestling. 
Yeah. Well, I always think all the all the wrestlers should take improv classes if they can. Like it would help them so much because it's essentially <laughs> when they're like cutting promos at each other, it's basically like improv. I found bootleg online. It's yeah. like old, like old, like four years ago or yeah. three years ago. NXT, like boot, like illegally uploaded footage of them doing promo classes and stuff. Oh wow! And it's like, I don't think I've ever seen promo class. But no, you're not supposed to see it. No, I know. It, it was like they go, they're talking to a video camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the cameras were uploaded somewhere. I'll send you the link. It's really awkward. It's such a unique, specific skill. It's just big. I'm coming after you this Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a mix of promotion. A mix of like rap battling, a mix of like <laughs> shit talk. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Did you see like Eric Bischoff said that when he auditioned for Vince McMahon, he's like, yeah, he's like, do a promo on this broom. Oh, is that what he did? He basically yeah. do he had to do a promo on a broom and like sell the broom. I booked a I booked a KFC commercial like that where they were like, hey, talk about this pen. Really? Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, thanks, thanks. So it, new- it didn't air. It didn't air. They just didn't air it. It didn't air. No. Can they do that? No, they can do that. They definitely can do that. It's crazy. It's the yeah. worst business. So, wrestling, are it's you... It's not wrestling. This is the worst business. This business is horrible, but wrestling is officially the worst business. Yeah. Yeah, wrestling is like the most work, the hardest to make money, the most painful, the most... In every way, ...debilitating yeah. to your future. And then no matter how good you are, you're done when you're 40. Yeah. Pretty much. Except for like Goldust. Yeah, well, some guy. I guess you can wrestle later. Some guys wrestle later than like pro athletes go. Sure, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. You wrestle because you can wrestle. I don't know. Triple H is like forty six or something, probably, and he wrestles. Yeah, he main events WrestleManias. Cole Cabana says his thing is like he doesn't. He makes he's smart in the ring. Yeah, he's not trying to kill his body. Yeah, he's trying to make it like, hey, listen, I can throw in the comedy stuff, throw in some moonsault when necessary, whatever. Right. But he does. Uh, he's he's going for have a long career. He's smart, you know. Well, that's part of the thing now. It's like you see, they're all right now. They're all injured, and all these wrestlers that come up on the indie scene, like Daniel Bryan, he's like ten years plus deep of the indie scene, which is basically where they uh, kill their body. So now, like, I think, I ideally, I think the idea is that NXT, you get some of these guys in the development program even earlier yeah. so that they can wrestle on the way that WWE superstars wrestle, which is safer yeah. than outside of it. But I don't know. I mean, I think with, who knows what's going to happen with concussions and stuff, but that's not fun. <laughs> we don't talk that. about concussions on this podcast. <laughs> we don't acknowledge the danger of wrestling. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so how, when, uh, how long have you been watching wrestling? Just like forever? I mean, like, my earliest life memories are one is my father coming to my maybe third birthday party when he wasn't invited because my parents were divorced. Right, right, right. So that's a fun memory. Well, that's awesome. That's an interrupt. His music hit at your birthday (laughs) party in the middle of singing Happy Birthday and then your dad's entrance song hit. And he busts in. And off like, oh, how did he get here? Who let him <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, looks like we're having a party. <laughs> well, I guess I'm, I guess my invite got lost in the mail. <laughs> oh, man. He's like the guy who's like, he's like, I bought a ticket. I could yeah. be here. You know? <laughs> uh, but then my other earliest memory is Macho Man getting uh, eaten by Jake the Snake Roberts' snake. Remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That was awesome. Yeah. All all the snakes, all the all the Jake the Snake stuff was so cool. And then he bit him, but he's bleeding afterwards. Yeah. How do they do that? Blood capsules. You think so? Blood ca- well, they bleed and they blood capsule. But th- there was bite marks on his. It was like I don't a, know. I have was, to rewatch that footage. It was ma- uh, snake snake. There wasn't there. Before. I mean, I don't know how. Do you think it was possibly got actually bit? But I think he got for really. But they de-venomized the snake and they really let him bite him. That's probably true. <laughs> probably. I'm going to look this up. But yeah. Dude, I listened to a podcast with Jake the Snake Roberts. He was talking about... <laughs> That's how it sounds, right? That's how Jake the Snake sounds. Jake the Snake nowadays sounds like the Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> Not the Godfather, the new Hall of Fame inductee. Oh, nice. Papa Shango. Nice. <laughs> the Godfather is... How do you there. have a beautiful wife? How is this happening? How does this happen? Me? Oh, then I, how do I, I See, I'm, I I'm scared to talk. I just broke up with my girlfriend. I'm scared to yeah. talk. When I had a girlfriend, I was like, okay, she knows. I can Jamie talk hates wrestling. Yeah, and no, no, you don't want a beautiful girl who likes wrestling. I don't trust them. No, no, no. That's the thing about... You, you think you want it, but you don't want it. Jamie gives me shit for a lot of my hobbies, and I love it. I need it. 
I need I need her to be like be like you're watching wrestling. <laughs> That's stupid. Yeah. So like it helps me be productive. But it's like yeah. you know I need her I need her to mom me a little bit. You know. Yeah. Uh, what was you, what were you asking me? Well, we, we were saying about wrestling. I brought Jamie to the forum. That was the right. scene of the crime of when the last time yeah. I'll ever get Jamie into a, a wrestling arena. <laughs> she didn't like it. She was just eating nacho. First off, like she was like, oh, it'll be fun. I go to an event. Yeah. And there's one food vendor, and the line was like down. Like it was long the whole time, like 45-minute wait yeah. for food. And so she didn't even like have food, and she just – it was like missing the glitz and the glam, like a house show, you know. Yeah. So it didn't have like the pyro. She needs all that. Yeah. She needs all the pageantry because she doesn't like re- the art of wrestling. Yeah. You know. I understand. Yeah. But if you didn't start, it's it's like a comic book. If you started watching years, that's why when Sam yeah. came back, as someone who had, didn't watch wrestling twenty years ago, literally twenty years ago, so eighteen years ago. Yeah. If you didn't watch then. You watch that, you be like, "Who cares about this guy? He came back." It's a yeah. soap opera. I mean, it's such a soap opera. It's soap opera. Oh, yeah. listen, Jake the Snake. Jake the Snake, though. He thought of a podcast, yeah. so they, you know, they cut themselves, you know. Yeah. So he said that he was he was cheating on his wife, and he came home late, so he displayed it himself to be like, "I got in a fight." Oh yeah, because because they don't even care. They get so they're they're, they, yeah, they would just cut themselves open. I mean, that's like this, in real this life, he bla- he cut his head open. So his wife would think that he got in a fight with somebody. So that's why he was. Well, like, wouldn't she just be like, "Are you sure you weren't just fake fighting, <laughs> like you do for a living? <laughs> you cut yourself like every other night. It's not like a good excuse." Doesn't he come home cut all the time? Right. He must not have had the brightest wife. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I wish if Jake's listening. I, I wish you the best. He's tweeted me back. I like. Him. Has he? Jake. Hey, Dolph. Jake tweets me back. That's amazing. I get I get some good tweetbacks. What 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 wrestlers follow you? I mean, did you have any like wrestlers follow your AGT run? Sure, I mean, because I mean, those are guys who recognize what like a run like that. That was like the road to WrestleMania, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, this is like it's funny it's name droppy, but it, it's no. I asked yeah. you the question. But if, if anyone wants to, if anyone wants a cheap plug, it's a wrestler. So oh yeah yeah yeah. So the wrestlers who came on board with me without me soliciting. Yes. Blue Meanie. <laughs> nice. And Young Bucks and their family. Oh, that's awesome. We got the Young Bucks mom in there. Shout out. Young Bucks are huge. They're great. And then, uh, so, but then Hulk Hogan tweeted me. I asked him to tweet for all the Hulkamaniacs. He did that. That was very He did? Yeah. Pretty, uh, pretty racist? I mean, post-racist, but pre-public <laughs> racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, he's always been. But, you know what? Respect to Hulk Hogan. I, I would still let him come over to my house for dinner. There's no, a, respect Hulk Hogan. Cosby, I wouldn't let him in my house. No. And, and it's hard to say. I'm a very... Uh, you're a comedian. I'm a comedian. I have... And you're an apologetic person. I'm an apologetic... <laughs> you know, people make mistakes. But Bill Cosby, done with him. Yeah, I'm, of course, I'm done with Bill Cosby. A whole nother level. That's another, that's a whole other level. Spectrum. I think Hogan, I think anytime somebody is, you know, the Hogan thing, anytime you record it in private, it gets, starts being like, it's wrong, there's no way we can unhear it, but I'm like, oh. But listen, he's an old man, he's, I, I don't believe, I think he's an, he was dumb. I think he, he so was dumb. dumb. He said the worst things ever. He said the worst things ever. But he ain't, I'm not uh, apologizing for him or making saying it's okay. Nothing he said is no, okay. No, it's one, not okay. One is private. That's even reason 50. He hangs out with Dennis Rodman. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's just an idiot. Yeah. He wasn't. He's not racist. He's, he's an just, idiot. He was just in private running his mouth for a girl. He just, like, it's weird. You know, I, I think he definitely is a racist, but also he's from a different but I don't time. think he like. Hey, I think he's. He's. I agree. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just saying he's from a different time, and I think. Look, all I think all of us are gonna apologize for the Hulk story. It might be the one guy who like we're gonna try <laughs> to give the benefit of the doubt here. The All American. The joke I made in our last show was that like we sh- like we should have seen this coming the whole time because he always calls himself a real American. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, yeah. What was the subtext to that? That's that real. he's that only white people are the real <laughs> Americans, but he he. Um, I put in the categories my grandma. My grandma will say Schwarza, which yeah, is a Jewish. Of course. You know, Yiddish. No one listens. My last name probably was that at some point. Oh, yeah. And for it real. was probably like Schwartz, and then they changed it to black. It's Yiddish for black, but it's Yiddish kind of for N word. But yeah. like, it's kind of not. I mean, like, yeah. it's like how uh, uh, a Shiksa is a non, is a girl who's not Jewish. You're dating yeah. a Shiksa. Now it's a silly thing. People, girls wear a shirt. I'm a Shiksa. Yeah, yeah. But then I, my friend dated a girl who got really offended when she was called a shiksa, which is hilarious to me. Really? Isn't that funny? 
I, I I feel like whenever I used to date girls who were not Jewish, they'd just be like, I'm a shiksa. Like, they, they, when they find out I'm Jewish, they get, like, they love labeling themselves that just because it's, because it's, why would I date them if I, it was a problem for right. me? Right. So anyway, so I, I could put Hulk in the category of like, he's like my grandma. Yeah. He says stupid shit. Yeah. But we love him because. Because <laughs> he's, because he slammed Andre the Giant. Right. Three. That's a good reason. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's enough for me. So let's, let's get into some, some of the current stuff. Right now. So, WrestleMania is coming up. We got... But, apparently, they're doing... I don't know if you know this. There's a new... Because it's like... Actually, feels not that well promoted. It's weird. There's another kind of network exclusive on March 12th called Roadblock. There's Fastlane and this Roadblock. That's before WrestleMania. And so, now that, that, that... They were setting that up on Monday, which the Raw was like... This was pretty weird Raw. It felt like it really just like... It didn't help that much. But... The point is that there's a they're doing Triple H versus Dean Ambrose for the title before WrestleMania. Yeah, which I think is kind of cool because it feels like it's it's it feels like a match people wanted to see. So like when I give people the match they they didn't want to see Reigns, but they like have to do it for whatever reason they have to push Roman Reigns. So like let's see Ambrose get over and have a title fight, and then maybe you know Lesnar will probably interrupt and set up that their match more. How do you feel about? Triple H, Ambrose, in the past month or so. I'm sure someone, I mean, I, I honestly don't watch all, I skip through it, I watch, if I hear something really good that's gonna happen, yeah, I try yeah. to watch it. Right. But like, even when I use my cousin's cable, like cable login to yeah. watch, you can stream USA Network online. Yeah, 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 I've done it. But it's still the West Coast feed. You yeah, know yeah. What I mean? So, like, everything gets spoiled already. So I have to stream it bootleg East Coast, or it's yeah, really yeah. some British channel. You right, know? right. You get like British commercials with yeah, like yeah. Nicole Kidman, even though she's not British. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, uh, so, but I don't get Triple H won. I feel like there's a plot hole, but I'm sure it's he, Triple H won a Royal Rumble, so he gets to fight at WrestleMania. Yeah, that's because because they made it for the belt. So they made they made they made Triple H win for the belt. Like Triple H, they made the Royal Rumble for the belt. So Triple H won. So now he's the champion. So it has nothing to do with WrestleMania. It, 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 yeah, I know. You're right. You're right. It's I a mean, flaw. Because it used to be like you win the Royal Rumble and then you get a title shot at WrestleMania. Like yeah. that's how it was set up. But now it was like, oh, this one's for the belt. So it's just assumed you get a fight at WrestleMania. Right. And so, just because he runs the company, he's like, I'm not going to fight till WrestleMania. But he is fighting at that network exclusive. Probably he just wants to also like have a match before because he hasn't wrestled in so long. I think it's, I mean, I think the network, they give out too much free shit. I think it's amazing. I yeah. think they really like, they're putting out so much content. Like their, their DVD sales, everything must go yeah. down. I was, it's yeah. smart though. I mean, it keeps people, I watch more wrestling now than I did before because it's all free. Right. I mean, I, I was excited that there was like a six week gap between now and Mania, like between uh, the fast lane and Mania. I was like, oh, that's a, that feels like a lot of time. It's good. They can use to build up WrestleMania because there is so much content. Like you're saying, like it feels like there's so much stuff where you're, where, where sometimes I'm like, oh, this pay-per-view feels missable or like this feels missable. Like why not build it? And then they threw another thing in between. I was a little bit like, all right, cool. I'm happy to watch it. I'll watch all this shit. And I think that's what they know. They know we're going to watch it, all of it. Or even if we skip it, we're going to come back. Yeah. That like, mm, I don't know. Do you like Roman Reigns? I mean, I try to watch from like uh, my a fan point. I, I'm a nerd and I watch more from like a business point of view. Or right. like artistically too. And I'm like, it's a business. They're trying to run a business. They can't just respond to people who write online that Roman Reigns sucks or whatever. Yeah. I mean, he has some stupid stuff. But I get they They need uh Sell t-shirts. So you like Roman Reigns. This is what I'm hearing. <laughs> I respect him. It. You're already on the wrestling podcast. I respect him. I respect him. Okay, cool. So you respect him in what way? Oh, God. I mean, I think he's... Uh, Hard-hitting question. He looks at a case Roman Reigns. This is you the first person that I've got who, who's been positive about Roman Reigns. No, so I, I think that's a good thing. I think... Because people do like him. I need a representative. He did a good job at WrestleMania last year. He did a great job. You know what I mean? I was there. Did you go to that? No. I, know, I went to Japan instead of going to WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. And I went to see uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh, that's awesome. That's not why I went, but I got to, I got to go. Last year, we got we bought NST tickets for the the, the Friday before Mania. Yeah. We got we bought tickets third row for ninety dollars, which is what? literally insane. Yeah, like and 
Yeah, it was crazy. And now those tickets are, the floor seats are like a couple thousand dollars. Are there legit ways to get tickets to this shit? Like, like I look at WrestleMania Ticketmaster, it's still like $300. You can't even stub home. You know, everything's expensive. But Ticketmaster is still 300 Like, legit. I know. You know what I mean? There's no, like, legit, like, cheap tickets anymore. No. Was there ever? But No, they'll, they'll open up as they get a little closer. Because they kind of, like, keep them. It, it, trust me, there's tickets. It's in the Cowboy Stadium. Like, there's. But I wouldn't want to get. Sick. You could probably pull some, you know, you could probably pull something. Uh, someone told me they tried to go through Big Show. Big Show was told, don't ask me for tickets. I had four months ago put in my tickets. You think they have free passes if they have like a hundred thousand people? Um, yeah, they do. They have a ton of tickets, but I know that Ziggler, right Ziggler, Ziggler, Ziggler did tell me like we did a show that was on the Friday before SummerSlam two years ago, and he said like I have no SummerSlam tickets. Like I cannot get you SummerSlam tickets. I would go through NBC. I didn't ask him. My I didn't ask him. He just brought it up. My hookup would be NBC. That's what I'm saying. Can't you go through like NBC or something? I mean, go, I mean, you know when you have an NBC probably, favor? Do you want to use like what do you use your NBC favor on? Yeah, yeah. Do you use your NBC favor on him hey, trying to sell a sitcom, or do you use it on? Hey, you know what? You're not gonna give me a sitcom. That's what crazy. do I use it on, or what do you use it on? Well, I mean, it sounds like you use it on sitcom. Sounds like I'm saying you try to get as close as you can to WrestleMania. Because it's <laughs> worry about everything else. <laughs> yeah. Well, so all right. So Roman Reigns, you respect him, because uh, he's. You said he did a great job, Mania. That's fair. Wrestling fans do forget that. He, that match was great. When he's put on the spot, he does a good job. Yeah. He's a pretty good wrestler. And the fans love him. I saw, I've seen him live twice. People love him. Yeah, they, they go they go nuts for It's not who is the audience. Guys like me who are sheepish and embarrassed and who are like awkwardly uh, coerced into doing wrestling podcasts where they can't pretend that they don't love wrestling. That's only or 90%. That, <laughs> that's only 90%. Or the that. people who are in the audience who are like loving yeah. him. Like they love him. And you can say give, give the people what they want. They don't want... What we want, they want what they you want. You think they want? I think, yeah, I think. Oh, we think the crowd? Well, is no, no, no. I think you bring up a really good crowd. point, which is right now in Roman Reigns wearing this really interesting area with him, where like he's definitely getting over with the crowd. He's de- you're right. When you're there, like when I was at Hell in the Cell, they say they uh, they were cheering for him, and there's a whole row of people behind me in his Spider-Man T-shirt or like whatever that logo is. Yeah, you know, uh, people are going crazy for him. But he does get booze too. Like he does get a significant yeah. amount of booze. But so does John Cena. Like John Cena's a 50-50, you know, crowd but like response. Look, like I look at Ryback even. Yeah. I, I can't stand any of it. Yeah. It just I, I don't like his personality. He rubs me the wrong way in every way. Like, well, did you see his new trunks? He, he's now wearing just undies and he looks a lot better. But he's just he's like uh, I don't yeah. If you wanted to hang out with me, I would pretend I, I would I would beg you to take this podcast down and pretend this never happened. I'd <laughs> yeah, say that uh, he paid me money to talk shit about Ryback. I'd say I love him, but <laughs> I don't like his attitude. I put yeah. him on a podcast. I, I he talks shit and he's he, but he's he plays. He likes to be a troll online. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. I don't. I think he he looks like an action figure. But if I was ten. I would be the biggest Ryback fan. Yeah. He pl- everyone, and from a business point of view, this is so obnoxious to look at it from that point of view. Like, uh, elitist. But that's for business. But it, it, he plays a part. It's yeah. a whole show. He's a part. Yeah, Ultimate Warrior, can you imagine being our age watching Ultimate Warrior? But this guy's so stupid. He just runs around. Oh, yeah. And he he, Ultimate Warrior was legitimately my hero. Or Hulk Hogan, even. He has three moves. I, I love them. Yeah. Hulk Hogan, I would cry. One of them is sitting down. One of the, his leg drop is just like, I walk in, you yeah. can sit down. It's not that I impressive. Can do that. I can do that. I mean, yeah, I know what you're saying. That you're saying that he plays into the major fan base. And also, they know they're not, like, we might be, like, the vocal, like, minority in that way. And also, the other thing is that now we're getting this place where this Roman Reigns, like, this, like, uh, this. it's almost like you ha- you feel, if you're remotely smarky, you feel a, like need to boo him. Yeah. They're like, even if it's not real, even if you feel like he did a good job, people, like the smart fans are going to be like, oh, we just got to boo him because he's Roman Reigns and they're pushing us down our throats and they kind of have to ignore those people until that stigma goes away. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't even, we're getting into this territory now where it's like, people are going to boo Roman Reigns because they think they're supposed to, just like you're supposed to go, what? <laughs> like, you're supposed right. to go, what? And you're like, now it's part of the culture. So I don't really know what you do. Do you hold a guy back? But the reality of the whole thing is that when they did the fast lane match, Ambrose is more over with the crowd. He's a bigger, good guy. Like, for me, I think Ambrose deserved to be versus Triple H at Mania. But if you own the company, is that what you would do? 
No. Right? No. But if I owned the company, what I would have done is I would have cleared Daniel Bryan <laughs> and I would have had him die in the ring because that would have been what's best for business. <laughs> you know, that's, what you said is hilarious. Yeah. I laugh genuinely. But then I think this is where I get ashamed of my wrestling fan. Yeah. Like, I just imagine you, Jamie Lee or any girl. Yeah. Jamie Lee, my he, fiance. Hearing any, any fun that that's, doesn't watch wrestling, hearing this inside wrestling talk and me laughing so much at your funny joke. Yeah. And then trying to explain it, and it's having so much shame, you know? No, it's because what what I'm saying is this, that obviously I don't want anybody to die in the ring. What I'm saying is that the passion of Daniel Bryan is so fucking palpable. And it's so, it's so like, oh man, just like let him, like Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar, he would go 1,000%. (laughs) He would get like tossed, and he would win, or he would lose, and it wouldn't matter, and it would be awesome. No, but I'm saying, I'm not talking about that. I'm saying... I'm embarrassed that like I found something so funny that's so inside wrestling that would take ten minutes to explain to someone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A guy and he's a thing and he got concussions, but he's so good. Oh yeah, this is a very niche podcast. Then... I don't pretend <laughs> this, this this podcast has no mass appeal. The thing I say about when I do the live show, we'll do like really in, inside stuff at UCB, and I'll just be like, if you don't get that joke, like someone tell a great joke, you should just leave right now. <laughs> like just leave because you know it's not. So I think it's just like. I think wrestling, the only way, it's like a whole other realm of comedy, right? It's yeah. like doing comedy in an alternate universe. So you're telling a joke about wrestling where it's like, hey, you have to understand wrestling fully and have followed it for 20 years to absorb the culture where you can immediately laugh about something that's countered to that culture. That's funny. Mm-hmm. I, that's, so I'm saying I did that. And to right. you, you're like... You're, you're 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 in that space now, and you're and you're adjusting to it. It's hard. Welcome to the comedians of wrestling. Thank, thank you. <laughs> but now it's more acceptable to like wrestling. Now it's 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 changed. Wrestling is big. I mean, wrestling is huge. It's more accepted. A lot of you know, Sofia Vergara is like at every wrestling yeah. event. I saw you know? her, and I went to one of those PWG things. Right, and, uh, she's there every time. Like Ronda Rousey is going to become a professional wrestler, like one hundred percent. You know, uh, and she she's going to bring she might she's going to spike. The numbers for like it's not confirmed, but she just had her first loss in MMA, and like if she loses again, she's a huge wrestling fan. I just think she'll want to explore the option of being like yeah. a wrestler, and I don't know, you know, it, it, I don't. She'll never lose in that. That's her project. No, I don't know. <laughs> she would just be like Goldberg, like she would just win every <laughs> single match. Wait, I have a question. Wait, yeah, uh, 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 what was my question? Yeah. I had a good question. You're not going to tell, like, jo- well, uh, you remember your question, but you're not going to tell a Daniel Bryan joke at the improv. Would you, like, write for WWE if you were offered? I don't know how I could turn that down, but it, I I kind of, like, purposely have not, like, gone down that route. But yeah. I, I did, I did, like, I've pitched, I pitched a show to WWE Network in USA, like, some wrestling stuff. So I have entertained, like, being in that field but as like you know i consider myself like a comedy purist yeah it's weird to be like oh i'm gonna just be like in, like i'm right. wrestling now because that just feels it's like the realm of my home yeah i don't know it's like what well, does the problem is with the wrestlers have too is it's it's one of those jobs where it doesn't people are like i'm a like i'm a pro wrestler and i've seen my millions of people okay so now what the writers from wwe they don't transition to Hollywood. Right. It's a, it's a, it's a dead end. It's an amazing dead end. Yeah, because one of but it doesn't. People aren't like, okay, you're great, and I have done. Yeah, this. one of my friends, but uh, like my best friend growing up, he's a writer, and he was offered to be in it. Like when we were younger, we were like 23, and he was offered to be a writing assistant at WWE, Something and like. I was like traveling with him. And first off, we give him shit every day. Like, why did you take that? Cause like, what were we doing in our lives where you couldn't take two well, he years? Said no, yeah. He said no because he was like, I want to be like a TV writer, yeah. like I want to do comedy writing, and so he wanted to. He'd rather like grind the UCB circuit, and he was like an NBC page at the time. You know, he was like, I want and like working around SNL and stuff. That's where he wanted to go, and he's like, I feel like that won't bring me, that'll veer me off. And that's the thing is like wrestling is its own pirate ship of entertainment, exactly, exactly. But it's a huge pirate ship. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's maybe even a pirate. Ship fleet. It might even be a fleet. <laughs> a fleet. Are you following this metaphor? Is, is he your friend successful now? Uh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, 
I'm going to have to edit this part out. Because <laughs> he's one of our only listeners also. Okay. All right. No, 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 no. no. He's, no. I wouldn't say he's, he's a guy who's he's doing, he's doing things that are more in line with what he wants but, to ultimately but, do. But he, might not be, he might not be doing anything now. I mean, but, yeah. he, but he also might have been, it might be. Uh, well, that's also the big, we have this argument, we have this argument all the time about like, did he make a mistake to write for wrestling? And he claims, he still to this day says it was not a mistake. And me and all my <laughs> other friends are like, dude, you should have done it. Yeah. <laughs> do you think you should have done it? Do you think he should have done it? I don't know. Do you think he should have done it? If you were 22 and you got offered that, would you do it? 22. At, at my thing at 22, I would have said no. Right, because you would have done Because it's not, it's an amazing job, but it's not the job that I'm going for in my career. Yeah, I think I might have said no as well because I was like studying improv really hard and then I started performing on like at UCB and that's what I want, you know. I wanted to develop those skills. Like, what if you were offered to like be a manager for somebody? I would go in one second. For real? For WWE to yeah. get like like Lana, right? Like she's just an actress. She was right? Groundlings, you know. She'd be Groundlings. Yeah, not this was a Groundlings. She was at UCB like a couple weeks ago. At your show? Not. She didn't do my show. I got to get her at my show because I didn't even think that would be a possibility. But but do you have a contact for these people? You just tweet them. I don't have a contact for them. How they just kind of like um, I I've never spoken to Lana. Our last, Damian Sandow came to our last show. Why? Cody came to our, one of our shows. What am I doing wrong? You're doing nothing wrong. Paul Heyman tweets me. I get that. But yeah. I don't him, but but Heyman probably doesn't come to, uh, to comedy come to shows. shows. But he tweets me back snarky things, which is the greatest thing in my life. Yeah, that's awesome. X-Pac, I feel like, would come to one of my shows. Yeah. Well, I guess you're just inviting them to watch you do stand-up, correct? Yeah. So maybe that's like they have to... They, they come and participate. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's special for them. Yeah, I wouldn't let them on my show. Yeah, you wouldn't let them do anything. Well, like, I got well, why not? I mean, are, do you have any shows where you just do, you're not just doing like a spot? Do you have like a show? Like when I headline? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so when you're head, that's what I'm saying is that those headline shows, there's features and there's like a guest spot like that, but it's stand up show, but they're all stand ups. I mean, if like Goldberg wanted to come on stage and yeah, hang yeah, out, yeah, yeah. I'd be amazing, but yeah, the whole yeah. crowd would be like, who is this guy? Right, right, right. Respect to Goldberg. I love him, but a lot, the crowd may not be full of wrestling. Fans. And a lot of your crowd is like a fan base you've built through from America's Got Talent. It's like, would that be correct? But yeah, sure. I'm just saying, like, when yeah, you're traveling. I mean, of course, that's what it is. Which is awesome. Yeah. So they're fans of you. My, so then you start being like, here's my hobby. <laughs> yeah. Let me say this. My, this you'll appreciate this. My yeah. respect for Roman Reigns comes out of the fact that the comedy equivalent of Roman Reigns fans is the equivalent to the comedy fans who like me. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's an amazing metaphor. I mean... And then I'm very happy about it. But I don't... I have the middle America, people who watch America's Got Talent. Everybody wants people. that, though. No, but it's funny. I'm still jealous of my friends who, like, could sell out, like, uh, like do a show like, a nightclub, and they do one night and sell, like, 100 tickets and right. stuff. I do a comic club, and I sell out a thousand people, you know? But, like, I, yeah. but, like, I have... I don't have... My fans don't listen to podcasts. You're not gonna get three listeners. No, I mean I have I have nerd, nerd fans too, but I don't have comedy nerd fans mostly. It's like moms and like girlfriends and like thirteen yeah. year old girls and like uh, it's it's and I love it, but it's funny. So Dolph's I don't know who's like a guy. I mean maybe like Damian Sandow has like the cool like people are like they're so good. Give him yeah. a shot. He's amazing. Yeah. But my fans are. I'm making it sound like I'm cooler than I am. I feel like your fan base sounds like they would like wrestling. <laughs> I think my... Oh, yeah, like the NASCAR. I think Larry the Cable Guy and my fans are closer than my fans and, like, Pat Oswalt. Right. Truly. Like... Yeah, well, Pat Oswalt is, like, comedian's comedian who has... that. He's he's filtered out, but that's kind of... And I want to be. Like, it's... I want to be cool and hip. It's, I'm not, though. But I'm... I love the middle America thing. I was like, why not, you know? Yeah, but there's tons of comedians who've been on... who done well on like last comic standing and whatnot and then it it gets you that fan base of people who watch network television and follow that and are like i just went oh i saw that person let me see that yeah, person yeah. you know the general uh, uh audience but then they transition into uh you know they, you keep doing comedy people will like respect you more and more in the comedy circuit yeah, yeah. who are like you know so i think i think it's a good place to be i think it's just all about eyes you know what i mean you know, there's definitely people that I've in my in my life. I can't think of an example right now where you like put them in a box about who they are, and then they prove to you that they're you know they're like oh they're that you you your brain compartmentalizes things where they are like oh that's that's their path, and you're like no they want the path they want and they get it. I feel like my career is doing that. Yeah, it's like perceptions of like oh you're this you're that or you're whatever. And right. Like, 
every time I do something, I'm like, all right, motherfuckers, like, watch this, you know? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't work out most of the time, but you know what I mean? And that's, it's exciting though. It's nice to prove people wrong and like, or not even in a bad way, like, not that they don't believe in you, but yeah. they believe that you could do a certain thing. Yeah, of course. I think that we all, anyone in entertainment, probably any field deals with that where like people, where you're, there's like, oh, I want, I, but I want this. And so it's like, cool, aim it towards it. And then you'll, something will happen that will let people know that you are that. Yeah. You know? Uh, like I do stand up now. Oh yeah, um, and I, I did stand up a while back, right? But no, people know me as an improv sketch performer because I've done, you know, I performed on UCB stage a lot, and that dominated my time for a long time because I was, because that's what I was putting my effort into, yeah. which which I'm very happy about. So when I do stand up shows, people, I'm standing there, people are like, "Oh, you're just at UCB because you like hang around UCB." I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm on this show, you know, and it's about showing people like, "No, I can do this." Yeah. You, you, you know what I mean? Not that no one thinks I can't do it, but when being saying your stand up is a serious thing and something I take serious, that like if I say I'm going to do that, I I want people to see that I'm taking that seriously. But you're also, it's, I mean, that's nice. It's also like you're a pro comedian, like, and you have an improv sketch experience, but right. that helps. Like, you're not starting from scratch, which is nice. Like, like I did some shows with Jennifer Coolidge like five yeah. years ago, yeah, yeah. and she's a groundling sketch comedian, brilliant actress. And, uh, but she's yeah. not a stand-up. And I remember backstage, she was like her seventh weekend ever doing stand-up, ever. Yeah. Not seventh. Like, I don't think right. she ever did stand-up. But she'll sell out, she'll right? She'll write the headline. She sold out. Her crowds were amazing. Yeah. It was like perfect. Jennifer Coolidge, she's from, uh. Waiting for God. Uh, yeah, American Pie. Like, she's, oh, yeah. uh, yeah, she, that was her big role because she was Stiffler's mom, right? But she's, but she's like a huge SCTV, like she was a Second City performer. No. Yeah, right? Jennifer Coolidge, no. Who am I thinking of? You're thinking of uh, Catherine O'Hara. No, I'm not. Jennifer Coolidge is on Second City TV. She's not that old. I'm pretty sure we're speaking about the same person. Jennifer Coolidge, Stifler's mom. Yeah. She's she on she... Second City TV? No way. No Maybe way. Maybe she was on SCTV, but she was part of that whole clan. Yeah, but but, right? but she's from Christ- Christopher Guest. Chris, she's a Christopher yeah, Guest so movie, but she... TV and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, right. She's not a Second City person? No, she's Grounds. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it's all good. Sorry. She dated Chris Kattan back in the day. There's photos of them together. Like, really? famous, yeah. I just assumed she was like part of that that whole like crew, that whole like. But she uh, became part. Dave Bart, you know all those guys. Well, listen, my point. Yeah. The point is that Dave she, Thomas. Oh, you Dave Thomas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She's not Canadian, but yeah. uh, uh, so then uh, her she was she was on she was she respected stand up. She's like I'm not a stand up, but whatever. And she want to say she was so funny the whole time. The crowds were amazing. She's fucking great. Like Fortunate Themester, I've seen her do that. She went from groundlings to stand up. Yeah, and like with it, like she was on. Last comic standing so fast and she's like killing and she's selling out. And like, because you can be, you're already such a pro at, in comedy, just transition, this a slight tweak. And, uh, so I'm sure you're yeah. doing great. So can I become a professional wrestler in that same room? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing. When you bring it back, when I read the wrestling podcast, but no, I mean, we always speak about comedy as well and how that ties in. But yeah, I did. I, yeah. Uh, I think so. I think, um, I think that's interesting. I think your perception of what you want to be. I imagine what it's like to start as someone and be like, I want to be a professional wrestler. Like what that's like. I started, I would be a professional wrestler. I I was like eight. Really? Yeah. I went, my, what stopped me though, this, my, when Owen Hart died, I cried a lot. I was 12. Wow. And I decided I can't be a wrestler. That, which makes no sense. It should be because you're, because you're a fucking pussy. He didn't even die in the ring. I know. I mean, he he did die in the ring technically, but yeah. But I, yeah, that sucks. But, uh, 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 I have a great story I, I can't talk about in the air out of fear, but it's a great story that I'll tell you another time. Okay. That's, that's a thing for the... No I won't even try to pry it out of you unless you're saying it like pageantry. Like, it's you, you will tell it if I press you. Uh, no, I can. No, I will never tell it on the okay, air. Okay, cool. So we we'll waste time. But yeah, so I felt like... Um, uh, uh, I trained as a... I trained for Rest Wrestling. I did a Funny or Die series where I was training to to do... I, I only lasted like a month and a half. Did it air? No, I no, I have it. I'll send it to you. Contractually, I'm not allowed to like air it. Ever, it's whatever. I, I can. I'm 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 talking to them now about what I can do with it. But I'll show I'll show, I'll show it to you. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll show it to you. Wait, where'd you film it? I filmed it last year. I filmed it last year. I was, it was I was training at Santino Brothers, which is where uh, Ava Marie was training. Like, I would yeah, see yeah, Brian yeah. Kendrick trains her there. I would see him every day. It was cool. I was doing it, but I only did it for a little bit. It was like undercover. I needed. It wasn't undercover. I did. It was supposed to be like a series that got released, but I, I needed more money to do it, and I was like getting hurt, and then it was um, it was like this sect of funnier guy that was making it, kind of like when I, like defunct, and it was like 
This is, it wasn't worth it. I pitched this. My show. like reps were like, I did, you know, they're like, I guess I give up on this. Yeah, they're like, this seems like you're gonna kill yourself for no money. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And I was like, well, that's what wrestling is. You know? Um, yeah. I pitched a show to someone to pitch the WWE Network, and then they said that it was like a show where like I trained to be wrestling. And they're like, someone's already doing that. I'm uh, on the like, network? I don't, no, no, I don't know what it was, but they're like, it's, I think it was funnier than I though. I think you're the reason that my dreams may come. Is that true? I, 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 I mean everything I just said. Wow, I, that is true. That could have been me. I mean, it has to be. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go back to one wrestling thing. This is, I actually have a few things I want to talk about quick, about actual wrestling, okay? So, uh, Shane McMahon coming back. Was How'd that feel for you? I think it's amazing, and I can't believe that everyone's so happy about it. It's, the it's, top was, like, insane, right? But uh, it's crazy, Like, I, and I have no problems with it. I That is honestly the match I'd want to see at WrestleMania, to go to WrestleMania for. I'm Shane sure. Undertaker? I'm not sure. Well, so, so that's the thing. So she, I have two questions about the Shane thing. Two points. One point being that, like, the whole stipulation is that he wants to take over Raw. It's like, okay, that's cool. I like that. But then he was like, Stephanie was like, he came back and was like, she doesn't know. To Stephanie. He was like, she doesn't know, right? She doesn't know. And then it was like, oh, you didn't tell her to Vincent. He's like, oh, he's lying. He's lying. And I was still like, about what? About the fact that he's like you still kind of had control or whatever? <laughs> yeah. Like, was that, did did we, so they're saying this whole time he still was, I guess because he's an older brother, he still was like in line there. But then he wants control of Raw. So it's, I guess the story is that he's, Stephanie was like, oh, you're a quitter. It's like, no, I'm actually still above you. It's like, okay. I don't know. It was confusing. I don't think they wrote out the whole story yet. They're just like, ah, we'll see how... I don't know if they... Yeah. If I didn't plan for the ovation to be as big, I don't know. But then it's like, okay, you're still there. And it was like, okay, so you're still involved. So they, like, wrote off all these years that he's been gone. So it's technically Stephanie isn't really in line. Like, what, what's the struggle? You know what I mean? Like, I imagine that they both had some form of ownership. They made, it just didn't make enough sense to me. Yeah. But I was like, all right, fine. I'll buy this. I'll go with you on it. And then they had the thing where it's like, okay, you got to wrestle Undertaker at Mania. Which and is it, so crazy. Yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, is Undertaker, like, working for Vince? So then Undertaker came out on Raw, and we're like, okay, he's going to tell us all that he's working. You know, it's like, they're going to, we're going to figure out what's happening here. And then Undertaker just <clears throat> came out, choked Vince McMahon, and was like, you know, like, uh, you know what happens when I, when I close that cage? Like, your blood of your son is on your hands. And then just left? Yeah. And you're like, okay. So you're not in line with Vince McMahon. You're just going to fight Shane in this match where there's no stipulation for you. We don't know you're going to retire. You're wrestling in Texas. That was the whole thing. It was like, is this going to be Undertaker's last match? And if it is his last match, if he loses, I guess it's not going to be his last match. But if he loses, we need to know... If he's retiring or not. You know what I mean? There's like so much confusion. Yeah. Which I guess they still have time to add. But like the whole thing is that you get control of Raw because of that match. But it, what, what, isn't yeah. it crazy that this is happening because John Cena got injured too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's kind of special. Like how Cena Taker would have been cool though. That would have been that, awesome. Yeah. I can't believe that hadn't happened yet. But it's uh, but now Shane McMahon's got a little special opportunity of his life, which is crazy. And I yeah. didn't know what a good wrestler he was. I mean, not even a good wrestler, but like. He, he killed it. He has so much respect from his peers and stuff. Shane? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the thing with Shane is that he he's he lives the McMahon philosophy. you got to respect the McMahons. Even though my other point is that there's, like, too much McMahon on Raw. It's like, all right, we'll have Triple H go first. Then we'll put – this is what Raw was. It's like stretching the soup. Like, we'll have Triple H go first. Then we'll have uh, Stephanie cut a promo. And then we'll have Vince cut a promo. And it's like, that's the only thing worthwhile in all of Raw is, like, the McMahon thing. And, like – you guys got to find a way to have somebody else have stakes here. But it's like, I guess everybody's gone. Cena's yeah. gone. Orton's gone. Rollins gone. They're all Daniel Bryan's gone. The top gone. 10, like, yeah. guys on the total pole all yeah. got injured. But, so, sh- sh- cool. But this is an opportunity to push a guy like Kevin Owens or, like, some of these guys are coming up where, like, the fans are into them if you just let them be. Or Ziggler. We always talk about how Ziggler is, like, main event caliber yeah, wrestler they plug, in every way. If they plug in Ziggler, like, the people wouldn't be upset. No. Just make it say it, make it make sense in some way. But, so my point is, is that, uh, uh, is that Shane was like, the McMahon philosophy is like, yo, I would never tell you to do something that, like, I wouldn't do and that's their deal. They're all jacked. Yeah. They're like, all in dope shape. They all go for it and Shane was a kid who came in he was, when he wrestled in the Attitude Era, 
And then, you know, he wrestled after the public into the ruthless aggression era, like whatever they're called. He, he would get in the ring and you're like, oh, this is going to be just a dumb match. And he like went for it. Like he got awesome. He put his body on the line. Like there is a, this bumper that would come up before wrestling meant to be like, don't try this at home. Yeah. And the first clip they would show is Kurt Angle like suplexing Shane into a glass that doesn't break and he just falls yeah. on his neck. And you're like, yo, this kid's like a billionaire. He's like born a billionaire and he's like killing himself. He it's like crazy. fell from all these like Steve Blackman threw him off like he's like, I don't know, 50 feet in the air off the Titantron or whatever. Like he, he went for it. So he like really earned people's respect as a wrestler. Insane. Which is cool, and that's kind of what makes McMahon's awesome. Is like Vince McMahon comes out, he puts on, he could, he could just like rest on his laurels and collect checks at this point. But he's showing up the raw, and he's puts on a referee shirt with like sleeveless. He's got arms that like <laughs> fucking huge. I mean, he's all juiced up, but <laughs> yeah. Shane comes to my shows. Shane comes. Ah, no, no. oh, <laughs> amazing. He's I'm in great. Connecticut in a few weeks. Do you think he lives? Greenwich, Connecticut? No, I, I should do a show. Norwalk? Were you in Norwalk? You're in uh, Westport? You know about that? I just know. I'm from the East Coast, so I just know all the... Uh, the, the... I'm going to be in um, Mohegan Sun Casino. I think they do wrestling there. Mohegan Sun. Yeah, they do some wrestling stuff there. That's cool. Mohegan Sun. Check out yeah. Taylor. What's the dates? Throw the dates out. Yeah. Uh, I got a huge Connecticut fan base. Really? Um, I'm going to be in... Uh, uh, Connecticut at uh, uh, the 17th, 18th, 19th. That's right. So don't go boating in the Long Island Sound. <laughs> stay, stay, stay inside. Yeah, don't do that. But what, what, I don't know what city this is in. Think it. Mohegan Sun, Connecticut. Just hey, Shane McMahon, if you're listening, just drive out. Yeah, this we we start a hashtag here. Hashtag. Trying to get Shane to come to your show. Ooh, Uncansville. Unkinsville, Connecticut. Uncasville. Shane's not going there. Ew, who needs Do they have Rolls Royce parking there? Uncasville. <laughs> uh, Shane, hashtag Shane, if you're listening, please come see me in Uncasville. Shane, if you're listening, please come see hashtag. me. Hash, uh, hashtag Shane, if you're listening, please come see me. Unkinsville. What a horrible name. Unkinsville? Look at it. Uncasville. Uncasville. Sounds weird. Amy Schumer did the thing. I did. I did the thing. There was that big. I'm doing the smaller one. Yeah. I did some America's Got Talent tour. It was like yeah. five thousand people there. Yeah, that's awesome. It was crazy. Oh, I mean, what? It's, it was, the show was for people who though. Uh, it was this variety show of all these crazy people. Right. It was insane. But uh, it was all these. Um, I went in the crowd. They like it was like people who lost money and got free passes. Oh really? Casino gigs are weird. That it's, is weird. It's like. Oh, they'll be like, hey, you hear, you know, you lost money, you get to come to a show, so you'll come back. So I was like, we you lose, you're money. still winning. I was like, because I was like, I'm doing crowd work for five yeah, yeah. It was more than that, honestly. And uh, who here lost money? Who lost the most money? So it's like, $3,000. I'm like, oh, good for you. $10,000. Oh my God, that's crazy. And they got free passes. You just gave all your money to the casino. Good time. Wow. Casino gigs are weird. Like, even like, everyone's just, in like a bad mood. They're weird because, like, you get paid flat rates at casinos. And then the crowd, even like I saw Don Rickles and Joan Rivers at Casino. The crowd is, it's it's high high rollers and stuff. Yeah. You'll make more money at a casino game than you will otherwise. Someone's going to make more money doing casino than you would make if every ticket was sold out at a theater. Yeah. Because they, the way they see it is they're paying people to come in. They're bringing in customers who have never been to the casino. Yeah. And they're going to spend money leaving and exiting. Jamie's doing Harrow's in Atlantic City next weekend. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, I did the other one. I did... Uh, Whatever the other thing is called. Revel. <laughs> Where did I go? I can look it up. You got to do some wrestling shows. You got to You got to open up for a wrestling show. I, I was going to get to open up for Mick Foley in San Diego. Oh, that'd be college, awesome. But then I got, I was, I was on American Got Talent and I, I got trapped out there. So, right. but I don't, I still feel weird mixing stuff. Like I'm, I'm trying to sell a show to the network. Right. That's not going well. Um, I think it's, 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 I think it's tough. But I think they're being smart too. Is like this is the most. I love it. We're we're getting Hollywood inside. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I think I think it's tough. I think it's tough to sell network because a lot of things they do is involves like their talent, which I think is smart. I mean, it is if smart. You do a sketch comedy show with Edge and Christian or with me. Why not with Edge and Christian? Of course, every we're all like, hey, let's do a sketch show on WWE right. Network. Like we all, I got like. Ten treatments on that already. <laughs> well, I think they would be like the, the Jackass thing was smart they did, but that was smart. They're behind the scenes though. There's all wrestlers. On yeah, there. yeah, yeah. 
I think it would be smart to mix in slowly, like, people who have recognizability with uh, uh, the wrestling wrestlers. Because if you're bringing viewers who aren't wrestling fans, yeah. I mean, I don't know who's subscribed to WWE Network, who's never watched it, but look at the month subscription and try yeah. to check it out. Listen, if, if anyone's watching this podcast. Yeah, this is visible. I can see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run through, I'm gonna, well, how do you feel about female wrestling? Um, you know, uh, any, I, are I, you into any of the divas, into the de- no, divas revolution? I'm all about it. I'm all yeah. about it. I genuinely am all about it. Any of Nicole those, Bass is my favorite. Nicole, <laughs> Nicole Bass. China, I met China. Oh, I saw, wait, that's something I wanted to ask you. I saw a picture of you yeah. in China as your, uh, profile good, banner. Good friend of mine. Yeah. <laughs> you're a good friend of China? Yeah. She, uh, you, how's she doing? She's doing great. Thank you for asking. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't think she's doing great. Yeah, she is. Is she? She's, she's making a documentary. Is, are you actually friends with her? I, I'm believing this. Because yeah. I would just think she would. Joni? No, no, no. Joni? Joni? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Joni. I was like, I almost forgot her name for a second. Um, we, I, I met her when I was 12. That's the whole story. Yeah, yeah that's the whole story. But it's a good picture. I, she was in a movie. I saw a movie she was in. The uh, porn yeah. movie? <laughs> yeah. yeah. She. <laughs> that's amazing. You know what's great? You talk about putting China in the Hall of Fame. It's like. They, that, that's not going to happen. No. But I think they'll put her in probably at. Like with DX, they'll probably put all of DX in the Hall of Fame. I don't think so. I don't think they'd let her. Why? I mean, honestly, I mean, respect to China. Shout out, yeah. listening. She, she, is. she deserves it. She does deserve it. She does deserve it. But she, I, I heard Stephanie or Triple H talking about this on some podcast thing. But like, I get it. Like, he's a parent. What does he say to his kids? You know. Yeah. I but, get that. Get, like, give her a microphone. You know what I mean? I say send her one in the mail, maybe. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Well, yeah. I, I genuinely think they should send her one. I don't blame them for not... There's a million people who are... Who are... Deserve a Hall of Fame thing. Yeah. And there's no rhyme or reason. There's a million people... She just deserves it. She... The thing is, the so thing is, she's hard to overlook. Because she broke down, like, some serious boundaries for women in wrestling. Whether you want to... You know, you want to knock what she does now... I think it's her past. She had a great past. I don't think we, I, and I think WWE, like we don't, they don't help her by not. I think she deserves it, and I think they should give her a microphone, and maybe they could tell her, "Hey, you know, let's talk about this. You can only speak about that time, whatever." But ultimately, play her off, whatever. Turn off her microphone. You know, yeah, they I, off I, Mr. T. That's right. They played off Mr. T, and he was just rambling. About yeah, 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 yeah. Really yeah, I mean, they they put they did it to CM Punk, right? They turned off his microphone. Yeah. They could do it. Yeah. Also, it only gets eyes in the product. I mean, they're going PG. They, they don't even broadcast. The Hall of Fame ceremony is only on the network, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the network... Only on, we're watching. Yeah. We're watching it. And, like, realistically, when you break it down, it's like they're worried about somebody watching that and being like, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna Google her. I mean, yeah. oh, she won the Hall of Fame. Well, I guess that's real. That is real. A kid is going to... Kids have so much access to information. They'll just be like, oh, I, I didn't watch her during her era. And then type her in. And then the first thing that's going to come up is One Night in China or whatever, right? <laughs> that's what it's called. Yeah. Or like A Night in China or like China Up the Ass or some shit. But X-Pac was in the same movie. Uh, there is double standard. But it's just because X-Pac is it's not funny. in the Hall of Fame though, right? He, he, he will be for, oh, D- oh, yeah, he he for DX. He'll put him in there. But there's double standard, but it's also because it's personal. One, two, three, kid. <laughs> that's funny they'll probably make, make it one two three because if they put him in as one two three kid then it's like, like google like she had china <laughs> in, it was called china like the porn had the word china you know yeah. what i mean so i think that's that might be they never made a vagina job uh they did they have they yeah. did i heard one of her shirts said that vagina yeah something no, like that i think she had a shirt that said vagina really yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i remember my mom bought me a generation x vhs tape yeah, yeah like a good mom you know yeah, yeah and then i watch it and there's legitimately on a wwe home video there's boobs like there's a whole thing of boobs. oh yeah like flashing it used to be, it, you, i mean like you know the attitude era was wild you get what i'm saying though it was like the, it wasn't even just like fan, they showed fans lifting their boobs they showed like in the audience they showed uh People in the street with the X fans, like it was not a whole girls gone wild tape, but there yeah. was like a whole bunch of boobs. Right, right, right. That's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy compared to now, and also like our culture now. But then, that time, that that's why we were watching wrestling. Like, part we were like very, we were a bunch of like horny kids. I was in bed, and my mom was like took away the Raw magazine. And yeah, like, I, remember, I used to go to these matches with my mom when I was a kid. My friends went. Yeah, yeah. 
and it, and like I'm seeing like I'm just watching like pornography with my mom basically. Yeah. Like sable this bra and panties match next to my mother. Yeah, I mean those bra and panties matches. I mean, are, why like, was that ever? A thing? Well, that's the thing. So think about that time the bra and panties match. Like it was like pretty hot, but even like you know obviously like at that time it was. It was like I was into it. I mean, like I bought like the Sable Playboy. I bought like the Channel Playboy. Like, like your dad buy it for you? Yeah. No, one of my friends. No, one of my friends' dad like would like assume we wanted it and, and like got it for us. And you're like, I didn't even have to ask my. You know, I didn't even have to ask my like parents. Like we 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 got it somehow. You know, like one of my my friends' dad was like the cool dad in that way. And your mom's just like whatever. He took us to like see private parts, like how we're <laughs> like shit like that. You know, that's funny. Um. Uh. But, uh, wait, so before I forget, let, let's talk about women wrestling quick. So now, flash forward, now we have like actually like really good female wrestlers. Yeah. We're like, yeah, I was disappointed Becky and Sasha had a match this week. And I think like the general consensus was that it was like pretty weak. And that like they're trying to figure out who's going to face off against Charlotte at WrestleMania. And like the thing I think they should do is just have Sasha Banks versus Charlotte and just one on one. Like Becky's not ready yet. She'll get her time, have her lose fair and square. But it feels like they're setting up for possibly to do like that three way match, you know? They already announced but, it. Did they? Yeah. The three way match? Yeah. They did announce it? Yeah. Look at you. We have a whole podcast. You didn't even know anything. They did they announce that? I was looking that up. I didn't see that. Well, if they announced that, that's good. I mean, it seems like what they're setting up for because they had that like draw finish where like it was the double yeah. pin, which was online they announced it. Oh. Yeah. Well you're you're big on the online announcements. Yeah, I, I don't watch the show. I, just read. I, I spend, try not I spend to get five hours a day reading about it, but I don't watch it. You know what? I read. It's funny. I read so much. I'll read like the websites, but I, I try to avoid the spoiler stuff. So like, if I see a headline, I feel like it's a spoiler or something yeah. like that. I won't. I won't read it. I like to read. I like to read about what I watched. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. So that, they're setting up for that. I, that three room match, I think, is a mistake. But it's but it's nice that there's another person on the show. That's how I look at from like a mom project. Yes, too, but you know? but it's time to treat the divas like not like they're shoehorning other wrestlers in. Like they always put the divas in like a six person tag match. Yeah. Or like last year was like the Bellas versus like Paige and AJ or whatever. You know, it's like I think they're gonna have two have women's a, matches. Right, they'll have they'll have another women's match. That's fine, but I want there should be like one on one for the title, and it should be like this is a title match, and it should be in contention to be best match of the night. It could be best match of the night, even though in the fatal, even though it's a three way match, but it won't. I think it has to be a one on one to get the recognition that they need. You know, you hate, well, you hate women. I understand. No, I respect women to women. an extent. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as much as as much as I can, given what they're giving me, which yeah. is nothing. Very, very Nothing. Good. No. Very, very That's it. I don't know. That's how I feel about it. But also, it's just cool we're in a place where we can call a female match bad. You know what I mean? You could be like, they could do better. Where there was a time where it was like, oh, I wouldn't even watch the female matches. I hated right. the female wrestling. Yeah, which course. was hard to explain to people because you're like, they're hot chicks. Yeah. Right, right? <laughs> Actually, like, I was thinking about the guy with the underwear. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like it. The men and my big complaint in wrestling is that the men should be more naked. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, this pants look so bad. He's got to go on these. Like, if you want to be pro, like Roman Reigns wearing a fucking bulletproof vest is so <laughs> stupid. Yeah. You got to put on the trunks. Sorry, man. You want to be a pro wrestler? You got to dress like that. It's right? part of the gig. You just suck it up. You put it on the trunks. I remember them getting like scabies and stuff though, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, head, foot, mouth disease and stuff. They definitely do get like all kinds of. They, it's definitely pretty bad. It's crazy, skin yeah. diseases? Yeah. I mean, like staph infections are disgusting. Yeah. That's something they all get. This is the joke. Uh, any other. Yes, yeah, so we got that. They're doing Bray Wyatt versus Lesnar at that roadblock. At, at roadblock. Why? I, mean, I don't know. I guess I'm not sure what that is. That, that feels like that could have been a mania match. Yeah. Like. Bray Wyatt is the most underused, worst booked wrestler in, in wrestling, like, yeah. by far. Last thing I'll say about wrestling. I have two things to say to you. One thing about wrestling is I think Dean Ambrose is killing it right now. I think Dean Ambrose, I'm not the, I wasn't that big a fan, but I think this thing of, like, being, like, the, the, the like, he's, like, getting, like, beat up. Yeah. And then, like, asking for more, it really works. But it's good he can lose and it still doesn't hurt his character. No, I know. And he's, like... And it makes sense to lose. He's just like a lot smaller than these yeah. guys. He's like, even Triple H is like four times his size. Yeah. He's like, you know, I mean, he should get out, he should put on some muscle. Yeah. I'm very big on that. Like, go, you know, take a couple months off, <laughs> shoot something in your ass, like whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. look like a pro wrestler. Like you. Yeah. you don't need to look like Ryback, but you need to like stand next to the guy you're fighting and look like a pro wrestler. Right. Anyway, 
which is like bullshit. I know like people disagree with me hard, but yeah, uh, Dean Ambrose is just he's really killing it. He really is. We're sponsored by steroids, by the way. Yeah. Do them. Do them. Do them. That's the that's that's their slogan. Do them. Are you excited for this WrestleMania? I'm not. Are you gonna watch it or read about it? I want to watch it or read about it. Well, I would watch it. I I turned down a gig that weekend. So to to watch wrestling. To potentially go. Yeah. But well, if you're there, let me know. You want to come hang out? My problem is I have an acquaintance, very acquaintance, good guy, acquaintance. Yeah. Invited me to go and has tickets. He's like, to come hang out. Michael Cole. <laughs> it's, it's like a guy I've hung out with once, you know? Yeah. He's like, come stay in my place and stay for a few days. I don't know him well. Kind of like a... He's got tickets? He's got tickets. He has an extra ticket. He's like... Don't be a moron. But, listen, but I feel bad because my cousin, I promised him that I was like, well, I'll, I'll, I'll put my present down and I would fly so I have to go out there. But then yeah. I'm like, oh, I think it's just so expensive and stuff, you know? And I think I feel bad for this guy because I'm like, I want, I don't know, I, I, well, this guy's offered me such a wonderful offer. But then I'm like, I want to bring my cousin, but he only has two tickets, you know? Yeah. I think you should go at all costs, man. I think it's, I think it's, it's mania. This isn't fast lane. This isn't unforgiven. This isn't backlash. This it's is a weekend. This is WrestleMania. This is a big deal. At least this is a thing that we pretend is a huge deal. It's a day. This is a weekend for buying t-shirts you'll never wear. <laughs> this is a weekend. <laughs> buying t-shirts that don't fit. <laughs> freakishly thick for no reason. <laughs> Not the best quality yeah, t-shirt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, I mean, uh, is there like, is there, the match that you want to see is the Shane match. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely excited about that. And the only match I'm genuinely excited about, the rest of it, I'm like, it's fun. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the match, I'm like, this is really cool. I think Ambrose Lesnar is going to be like really great. And I think then Kevin Owens is going to kill it. Whatever he does, yeah. I think Mania, he's going to pull out all stops. Yeah. Because he's the IC champ, so he'll defend it. And, um, yeah. The problem is, it, it, Owen Ziggler could have been really great. It's just they like, they, they put, they drilled that match into the ground. They, done it, they do it every week, every yeah. day, main event, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Cool. Any, oh, this is my last question for you. Okay. Yeah. And then we'll wrap it up. You feel good? Yeah. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm uh, wait, it's almost four o'clock and I need, I didn't eat anything today. Oh, I thought you got food before this. No, I was running late. And I didn't want to hold you up. Okay, cool. I'm going to La- die. Last question gonna, is, I might die right now. I have to ask this because if I don't, I'm going to regret it, but. What were your interactions like with Howard Stern at AGT? As he's a great man. I, 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 when I was a contestant, I had very, very few real life interactions with him. He was very kind the very few times we had. But then afterwards, I got to have some cool times with him. He's, he's awesome. After the show stopped? I, I mean, like after there you was were- a time when it was on camera. We did, there was like a, they filmed the whole thing of us, like the finale, finalists, like, having like a little party yeah. with the judges. It was for camera. Yeah. But I got like 15 minutes of one-on-one time with Howard. And then, then uh, after the show, I was at Sirius Radio and I saw him for a minute. Yeah. And I was like, I saw Howard walk by just leaving his studio. Sirius is like, New York is crazy. There's no backstage entrances anywhere. I mean, no, no, I've been, been in there. I've been in there and people say, you know, you just see Howard Stern. I mean, so Howard like, and Ronnie walked out and I know them both. And I'm like, I fucking like, was Ronnie like, Buck. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. kind of gauge. Shout out to Ronnie. Uh, to, was to Stephanie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I, if I saw him walk by and I'm like, I know I know him. We know each other. He knows my name. He's talked to my mom, you know? Yeah. He's not my friend. But yeah. I, I know. So, I was like, I know him well enough and he's across the hallway to be like, Howard. Yeah. So, I thought about it. Too, I waited for the last second, but hey, Howard. And he turned around, which I've later been told he doesn't do. Yeah. He stopped and he ta- started talking to me. He just, hey, man, how are you doing? Whatever. How are things? You um. He's like, uh, what have you been up to? Yeah. Whatever, you know? And I was just excited talking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, this group of uh, gentlemen, uh, just to just to share this, just to paint this picture for the story, just like, it's a serious radio, this music stuff, whatever, a group of guys who are, who are black, uh, uh, kind of kind of hip-hop-looking guys, that now sound like Hulk Hogan. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Just so, this, so it paints the picture, kind of the guy. Like Shady 45 dudes. <laughs> right? That's serious yeah, no, radio. Honestly, yeah. You're probably Shady 45. That's the rap station. So they see me, this like fucking like scrawny white guy who's yeah. out, who ho, and how it talks about... So then they came by, hey, yo, what's up, man? And then they're, then I was like, I got to get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, somebody blew it for you. You actually got a Howard yeah. moment. But then I saw him the next year. I went to hang out. I see him a few times. But uh, he's really cool. I got to the wrap-up show. I I honestly think they'll have me on when I have something cool to promote. They're not going to have me That's on awesome. to chill. But there's the message I got from Jason Kaplan, the producer. Oh, like, yeah. I know Jason Kaplan. Do you know him personally? 
no, I just like, know them all yeah, from yeah. the show, you know. But like that, I love. They're all great. They're all the Hulk's crew is so sweet. Too. Yeah, and uh, he's like, listen, everyone here loves you, but right now we want to have you on the show. Right now we're just booking A-list celebrities and retarded people, and you're like, oh, <laughs> and that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if you go wrestle, you might become. Retarded, a retarded person. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't use that word, but I'm just saying it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's okay. But we can do it. It's the internet. Ah, uh, Taylor, thanks for coming. Go get some food. Yeah, thanks for having me. Awesome. I uh, love wrestling. Check me out on MySpace. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you want to like something? At Taylor Comedy. See you at- I did a podcast on the Cole Cabana. Check it out. On oh, wrestling? Uh, but my, he's on my podcast. Oh, sweet. I haven't posted in four years. Uh, is that true? You didn't yeah. post it? I, I have not posted anything in four years, but he was on it. Four years ago. Yeah. Oh, cool. Awesome. And you can see you at Unc- Unksville. Don't you mean Unksville? Uh, Unksville. TaylorWilliams.com. TaylorWilliams.com. And uh, watch, re- watch Professor Wrestling. You'll, you'll yeah. love it.